right turn and it turned out wrong I took the wrong turn and it turned out right it don't matter which way you go you know as long as you're going with God I took the right turn and it turned out wrong I took the wrong turn and it turned out right it don't matter which way it go you know as long as you're going with god that's right it don't matter what you do don't matter which way you go don't matter what you are because you know what you are what god says you are and that's what we want to talk about tonight Ooh, because he says <laughs> that I am I am loved. He says I am loved. That's right. And we are loved because we are everything God says we are. We have everything God says we have. We can do everything God tells us to do. <laughs> Who is it that does that all the time before he preaches? Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen does that, but it started out John Osteen used to do it, and he'd hold his Bible up. He says, I'm everything this Bible is, says I am. That's right, and I am. I am. I you am. know, and... One of the things when I first got into reading the Bible and studying the Bible and trying to live the Bible was realizing what the Bible says not to do and what the Bible says to do. You know, and if the Bible says not to do it, then to me that's sin. Well, wait a minute. It says don't worry. I don't worry. <laughs> that's right. How many... that, and that was, that was actually the scripture that gave me this realization. When I read that, I thought, ay, ay, ay. Is he got you watching? Oh, Bachi? yeah, I got you watching, Mommy. <laughs> I had to repent of worry and um, turn it to prayer because prayer is what changes things, not worry. I mean, you can worry, all you can do is hurt yourself. You know, it says in the Word, it says, you know, how by worrying can you add one inch to your stature? Uh-huh. And if you could lose one pound by worrying, boy, I'd worry 150 pounds a day. <laughs> But you can't, you know, because worrying doesn't do you any good, you know. And here's the thing, you know, we have a lot of do's and don'ts in the Bible. It seems like a lot of people get hung up on the don'ts. I believe so, too. I do. In fact, I had that conversation just the other day with someone who was asking me about end times. Uh. And I said, well, yes, end times. I said, here's my thing. The Bible tells us it's just going to happen. We're not even going to know when it ends. It's just going to end. You're not going to get a warning. It's just going to end. So my thing is to try to live right now, to live the way he wants us to. I mean, that's yeah. enough of a struggle without looking into the end time. I'm not putting down people who do the end time stuff. That's their business. I'm just saying, for me, I have to live for now and how I treat people now, what there, I do now. There's a great song out right now about keep my eyes on the present, you know, so I don't want to miss what the Lord has for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great song. You know, and like I say, people get hung up on the don'ts, you know, and they, they, they maybe try to live it themselves, and sometimes people use those don'ts to beat up other people, yeah. you know, don't do this, don't do that, don't yeah. do this, don't do that. Well, you know, one time a... Uh, a young guy came up to Jesus and he said, well, what do I have to do to get to heaven? And Jesus said, well, follow the commandments. He said, well, which ones? He said, well, you know, uh, don't steal and don't cheat on your wife and don't murder and don't do all this. And the guy says, 
Well, I've been doing that all my life. And he said, Jesus looked at him and loved him and said, okay. He says, go sell everything you have and give it to the poor. And that isn't even the scripture I was thinking of when I started doing this. <laughs> <laughs> the scripture I was thinking of was when the Pharisee came up and said, hey, what's the great commandment? What, what's the main commandments? And he said, well, you know what it is. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and love your neighbor as yourself. Now, there is a tricky one, Robert. Who's That's my neighbor? One. Well, not that. That's what the guy asked. Well, I think the tricky oh, part yeah. is loving ourselves. Amen. If we don't, you know, how do we go? We have to love ourselves. It says, love yourself as you, you know. And I got to tell you, I have definitely fallen short on that many a time. I think I get it corrected, and then there I am again, mm-hmm. putting myself down. But, you know, that isn't what God wants us to do. He wants us to love ourselves as we love others. You know, and another part of that is forgiving ourselves. I think Ooh. that might be tied Ooh. right in there. I do, too. You know, because sometimes we find it easier to forgive others instead of forgiving ourselves. I mean, we can make a mistake or sin. You know, I just call it mistakes. We can sin. And then never forgive ourselves. Think, oh, I'm no good. I'm just an old so-and-so and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, God forgives us. And if God forgives us, we ought to be able to forgive ourselves. You know, and the thing about we can't we love others as we love ourselves. If we don't love ourselves, how can we love others? Okay. That's what we might want to ask. I think that's a great question. My other question is, how do I love myself? What do I do to help me love myself? Yeah, that is a good question. I know. Do you Anybody have got a good answer out there? <laughs> you got a good answer, write it on the back of a $100 bill and send it to us right here. You know, but uh, <laughs> no, you know, stop, stop, think about it. You know, how, how do we love ourselves? How do we, how do we do that? Hmm. Does it mean well? Well, you know, with people, it's I love you because you love me. Or I love you because you're lovely, you know, and it's not because I just love you. You know, how many people unconditionally love us? And, you know, we can count that on one hand. We can just forget about, uh, you know, most people just love us for certain reasons, you know, but God unconditionally loves us. And we're supposed to love ourselves as, uh, love our neighbors as we love ourselves. So... If we should love others unconditionally, we should probably love ourselves unconditionally. I know. You know, I always thought, though, that that was like a selfish thing or a, um egotistical thing, you know, in the world. That's what I feel like it adds up to. But um, so now I really, you know, I've, I've been on this track again of asking the Lord to help me love myself. Hmm. Well, you know, and it isn't about loving my hairdo ooh. or the shape of my body. Ooh. You know, it's. <laughs> I'm it's, talking about myself here. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's about loving, just loving, loving. Look, you know, the main commandment, love, and expressing that properly with the right tone. Well, think about it. If we tied it to how we look or how we act or anything, then once again, it's not unconditional. No, and it change, would change. Right. You know, uh, we could love ourselves because we're children of God. That should be enough right there for us to love ourselves because 
we are children of God. And he tells us if we accept Jesus as our, our Lord and Savior, that's what we are. We're his children, just as much as Jesus is. Right, and we don't want to abuse his children. <clears throat> and that's well. us. Exactly. We won't want to abuse other people, so we don't. We also don't want to abuse ourselves. Right, you know. Well, this is... could go into a lot of different things, couldn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, it really could. You know, I mean, you can you can look at it in many ways, but what is then it comes right down to what is love? What is love? God is love. That's what he is. He, his essence is love. Oh, you know? yes. And so if we concentrate on loving God, then we will be loving ourselves. Yes? Exactly. I mean, we, we have to be able to love ourselves to love God, and we have to love God to be able to love ourselves. It's, it's, a, it's a circular thing. It's one follows the other. What comes first, the chicken or the egg? Uh-huh. But first, I believe, has to come loving God. We have to love God. We have to accept what he's done for us. We have to accept Jesus into our life and, and have the Holy Ghost in us to recreate us, to allow us to be able to love ourselves to the point where we can replicate that by loving others. Yes, I agree. <clears throat> so every morning I pray and I thank the Lord for his love and his fresh mercies. Oh, those mercies. Every day. So I thank him for his love. And I do ask him to help me to love as he loved. Let me see as he sees. Hear as he hears. You know, speak as he speaks. Well, you know, think of this. To me, it's like it's, it's so easy to love other people till I get to the other people part. Yeah. You know, because other people just keep doing stuff. You know, and it's like, you know, think about like on social media. I mean, you go on there and the things people say to each other, I don't know if any of them would say it in person. I mean, it, some of it's so terrible, you know, and, and people react to others in such terrible ways. And, and yet we still have to love them, you know, and how do we love them? Do we love them by answering them back? Do we love them by, well, I'm going to show them or I'm going to, you know, even when we're trying to teach these people and enlighten people, we've got to do it in a loving way. And that, that can become very problematic. And dealing with others is, you know, it's like the workshop of our love for others. If we can't deal with others in love, how can we say we love them? Well, I don't know. It is difficult, but you're right. That's a good way of putting it. It's a workshop. It's practice. Right. You know, uh, the people you meet in the world are one thing. You deal with them. But then there's your family. Sometimes it's harder to deal with your family than with anybody else because you have background, you have history, you know, and you think, well, why are they treating me this way? You know, like a stranger. Well, oh, they're treating me this way because they don't even know me. But then you think, well, your family, they know you. You know, why are they treating me this way? Well, today, you know, people are separated because of political differences. They're separated because of different ideas about how society should be ordered or even economics, you know. And can we allow those things to actually interfere with our relationships with other people that we're supposed to love as we love ourselves? You know, God used in the Bible, he uses an example of, 
you know, some people who aren't very mature may think they can't eat meat that's sacrificed to idols, but others can. But just because you know you can, you don't want to do it maybe because if somebody who thinks you can't sees you doing it, they might hurt their faith. You know, and when we think about politics, we think about economics and things like this. Well, God, you know, he, he doesn't say he's a Republican. He doesn't say he's a Democrat. You know, he doesn't say all those kind of things. And what, what are we doing when we allow those kind of things to get in the way of us working with Christ? Well, in the Bible, you know how we talked about the do's and the don'ts? Uh-huh. And the Bible says don't right. do this and do do this. Well, one of the, the scripture in Romans has just really been hitting me because it says, um, starts by saying, what's uh, in, in chapter 13, starting at verse 8, it says, don't run up debts except for the huge debt of love you owe each other. A debt of love. Wow. To me, that's pretty striking. This is when you love others, you complete what the law has been after all along. The law code. Don't sleep with another person's spouse. Don't take someone's life. Don't take what isn't yours. Don't always be wanting what you don't have. And any other don'ts you can think of. Finally, adds up to this. Love other people as well as you do yourself. You can't go wrong when you love others. When you add up everything in the law code, the sum total is love. That's amazing, you know, when you think of all the like Ten Commandments and all that. Boy, you go read Deuteronomy or you read any of those, uh, the Pentateuch, as it's called, the first books of the Bible, first five books. You know, all the, the detailed things about what we should do and shouldn't do. And here's God telling us all of that adds up to love. Well, if love fulfills all the law, all we need to know is love. That's all we need to know. We just need to know if, if we will love ourselves and love others as we love ourselves. We are fulfilling all of the law and therefore we are ready to be with God. And, and, you know, we have that righteousness. Remember, Christ died to give us his righteousness. He took our sin, gave us our, his righteousness, so we can stand before God without any sense of guilt or inferiority or anything else. And that alone should give us the power to love. Just like the song says, all you need is love, love. Yeah, right. Love is all you need. That is all you love need. Is all love you is need. all you need. Exactly right. You know, and uh, when we look at, at life, you know, we can see, well, I'm going the right way, I'm going the wrong way. Well, we've found out in life a lot of times you can take a wrong turn and end up in the right place, or a right turn to end up in the wrong place. But we know one thing for sure. Sure, if you follow after love, you will end up with God because God is love. Amen. 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 This is Rosalie and, and Robert. Robert signing off. Looking forward to talking with you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.